six weeks ago. You'll do nothing. You'll do nothing. I'm not impressed by your performance. MA DNA 36, Dave. We're back here. New year. New year, new us. New beard for you. New beard? AKA lack of beard? Yeah, it's weird. We're talking with Jordan Graham from TKO. He's a Canadian phenom. It's just been announced, Dave. Young David, we'll call you. Mm. He'll be fighting for the title against Malcolm X. Malcolm X, very political, Jordan, this fight's going to be, I think. Jordan, are you with us? Jordan's breaking out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> All right. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a great, uh, great fight. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, uh, it's going to be a good time. I, I know this is a good matchup for me and my camp, and um, we're gonna, we're, de we're definitely looking forward to it. Is this the fight you had your eyes set on, or did it matter as long as it was for the belt? Um, you know what? I think as long as it's for the belt, yeah, but I don't think it could have ended up any better. Um, I think he he's a good offensive fighter. I, you know, like I think he's you know he's uh, athletic. You know, he, he's a he's a good striker, but I just don't think he can take damage. I've watched some of his fights. He likes to uh, guard up a little bit. And um, I'm kind of looking to expose that. All three of his losses, for what it's worth, are by TKO. So you might be on to something there. <laughs> Rewinding back to your fight against Laramie there at the Night of Champions, is it safe to say it went as well as you thought it was going to go? Uh, yeah, like the, the plan with Laramie was to, to back him up, you know, kind of use the range a little bit and uh, hit him with some counter knees and whatnot. Uh, it, yeah, no, it, it went well. We uh, there were a couple things like that I felt like I needed to work on. Nothing, nothing major, but uh, we are right back to the drawing board. And uh, you know, Malcolm's a little bit taller than Laramie. You know, he's got a weight advantage, but I, I believe Laramie's a better striker. Okay. Now, uh, did you think that he relied maybe on his chin too much? I mean, he was—he's the type of kid that's just going to come forward and forehead, forehead, <laughs> forward and forehead. Maybe I guess just yeah. on his forehead, but uh, you certainly made him pay. Yeah, well, we know we knew he was going to come forward, so we just said, okay, well, we're going to come forward and we'll see who backs up first. And uh, no, it ended up working our favor. The, the thing with Laramie is, you know, the, the kid is super talented. He's got a, a bright future ahead of him, but. Uh, we, we noticed before the fight that he doesn't uh, he doesn't fight as well going backwards. We saw that in the Jordan fight. You know, he's probably one of the best fighters in Canada going forward, putting his combos together, flipping off angles and ripping. And uh, we just noticed, you know, maybe because he doesn't do it, you know, he's so offensive, maybe he just doesn't have the time to work defensively. So that's kind of why we were pushing him back. And then we could hit some counter strikes while keeping our distance and pushing him back. Did you feel like that fight there was kind of like a title eliminator? I, I mean, it could have been for the title anyways, but I guess they wanted to flesh out the division a little bit more. Did you know anything going in that a title shot might be on the line? Well, yeah, yeah I did. Uh, I knew it was a title contender because I was mm -hmm. talk, talking to uh, Stefan um, before from TKO, and he was saying, uh, he's saying, let's make this uh, fight with you and Laramie happen. I said, let's do it. Let's do it for sure. I didn't even... Let's do it in December. I was like, well, I, I really want to fight Laramie for five rounds. Not that I, you know, I who knows if it goes that far, but uh, I, I want to make it something worthwhile because we were supposed to fight a while back in amateur. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, it just didn't end up happening. But, 
you know, I wanted to ice that up, make it a five round, you know, co-main event, uh, you know, maybe behind his brother, uh, who knows, but, uh, no, they wanted, I only had one pro fight, and even getting that, I'm, I'm super grateful for getting, after two pro fights, you know, you know, such a, a chance to be the, you know, the TKO MMA uh, flyweight champion, like, that's huge, you know. When is this? February 23rd, TKO 42 is being held. And so far, we already have these two uh, these two belts. Both are going to be five rounds, as you would assume. Mm-hmm. Flyweight and featherweight. The other one is Nogueira versus Laramie. Then we got Valet and Strachino. The we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so it's shaping up. I'm hoping they try to start keeping this to two belts maximum here. I mean, I don't want them to, to spread it out. Things worked out pretty well last time. It wasn't as long as it could have been, but yeah. yeah. Eventually, it's going to go badly. <clears throat> yeah, everyone loves belts, but you don't want to you don't want to saturate it too much. That's understandable. Mm-hmm. So, Jordan, do you feel as I feel that you're coming into your own here? You're coming out of. Maybe you started off. Maybe you weren't even quiet at the beginning, and you were just waiting. But you seem to be coming out more as a as a personality. Is that a conscious decision you're making, or are you just feeling more comfortable as you as you get these KOs or finishes? Um, you know, I, I was always, I was always. I, I was always getting them back in uh, when I was doing Muay Thai, and I'm, you know, I'm still relatively new. I've done the odd MMA fight uh, in amateur, but I would, I would, you know, I'd fight once and take a couple years off, and then do another one in six months, and then take another year off. Muay Thai was always my focus, so I, I think uh, it's a little bit different with the, you know, obviously uh, the the ground game and everything. I actually started doing jiu-jitsu before striking, but um, but no, I think. I think, yeah, I'm starting to come into my own a little bit, and, you know, you you, you get more confident with uh, each win you get, and you get more comfortable in there, too, which, you know, you can take big risks and whatnot. Now, I, th- I think the last time we talked to you, you said you were still interested in fighting in Muay Thai. Is that, uh, is that still something you want to do, or are you focused more on the MMA now? Yeah, yeah, like, I fought a, I fought a K1, K1 uh, kickboxing bout there uh, right before I had the... Laramie fight. Yeah, maybe. a couple months ago. A couple mm-hmm. months before that, yeah, in mm-hmm. Long Island, I fought one night. As long as I'm getting punched and punching someone, I'm happy. <laughs> so, at what point are you going to say that this is? Because I know, I think not to expose him a little, but I think you work in the electrical field. Uh, at what point does this become the only thing you want to do, or is it something? I'm reminded of Dominic Cruz saying how he didn't want the sport to define him so that he would not be lost without it. Hmm. Is this, uh, is that the type what? of, as long as, go ahead. Yeah, no, as, as long as I'm having fun, I'm happy. I, I, I love fighting. It's my passion. I'll always be doing it till, you know, till the day I die, you know, whether it be fighting or coaching, I'm always going to be involved in the sport. I love it that much. And, and you know what, with my, with my business too, uh, it's great. It gives me in the flexibility to, you know, kind of, you know, you have a lot of pressure being self-employed, you know, with, with keeping all your employees busy and whatnot, but, and, um, I just, I just think, you know, they kind of balance each other, right? You have, you have the, the fighting and then your business and with my business, you know, I could get up early, you know, before the guys are at work and then I can, I can go train, um, after I get them going. I, you know, I have a little bit of flexibility with everything. A modern day renaissance man, a yeah, modern Uriah Faber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so we're gonna see you in cornrows next next fight, I think. You might see me in cornrows on the next. Yeah, you'll, you'll you'll see another Jordan Graham next fight. I I got 
if you thought I was mean against Laramie, wait till you see this one. I did think you were mean. I was like, this young, well, you're, you're polite boy. Mean, this young, polite boy <laughs> being so mean. Stefan Patrick says, the fight represents everything TKO is all about. Our fans will see these two young studs who represent the new generation of Canadian MMA square off in a very exciting fight where you can't predict a winner. Now go ahead and predict a winner there, Jordan. <laughs> Is it going to be you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm not here to lose. You know what I mean? And I, I'm very confident. I'm very confident in this fight. Like, I have no doubt. Um, you know what? I... It's a fight. Anything can happen, but I I believe I truly have the skill set to take this guy out before the five rounds are up, and that's going to be the plan. After the last event, we were wondering, as I click on the uh, rankings, the flyweight rankings. I was wondering who they were going to throw into this mix because having Laramie lost, and then Falk being MIA, James Manc- Clark having lost, Mancini. James Mancini seems like the next guy up with his wrestling. He's uh, he's scary with that wrestling. You just wrestle. F's everybody, <clears throat> it seems, so far anyways. I think they want to... Te- yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no, I don't know. I, I, that's kind of going on a couple... You know, you fight Laramie, you fight... Yeah. Uh, you fight Laramie, you, you know, you, you beat him. You, you know, fight Gordon, you beat him. And then, you, you know, you fight... They need some more guys. You know, you got to keep fighting better guys as you go. It's for us to speculate. To Mancini, but I think we just got to keep going upwards with better opponents uh, onwards to the UFC. Onwards to the UFC. I'm wondering if they're going to start holding TKOs in different cities in the near future. They did maybe in Ontario, in Quebec. Yeah. Well, I mean, in Quebec. Yeah. 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 MMA is in a weird spot in Ontario right now. Mm-hmm. And I wish it wasn't, but uh, I mean, hey, I live in I live in Belleville. I'm only three three and a bit hours to Montreal. All right. Makes life easier for you, especially in this extreme cold we have. This right extreme now. cold. The Canadian phenom, Jordan yeah. Graham. All right, Jordan, we look forward to seeing you fight again. That is February 23rd, if you want to buy tickets to that, uh, TKO42. Two belts on the line there, so it'll be Malcolm Gordon, Malcolm X. Jordan's going to have to change his name to... Throw the X? No, like no. Jordan... Uh, something Peterson. political. Jordan Peterson. <laughs> Jordan Peterson Graham. He's got to come with a political response. But Gordon versus Graham, uh, they're going to fight flyweight championship... February 23rd. You can watch some Groundhog Day beforehand. Thanks a lot, Jordan. We'll be watching. Go for the go for the brains again. (laughs) Yeah, you bet. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me. All right, no problem. Have a good one. Yeah, you as well. Bye. Jordan Graham actually messaged us on Instagram after his fight uh, because we had a story of Tony Laramie's skull as putting it as one of the hardest skulls out of there. And his response was, nah. <laughs> nice. So, good on him. Very so good. we're going to be back with uh, another guest, David. Ah. Uh, actually, a lot of pressure. Uh, just, um, I don't know if it would, pressure is the best word. A lot of, uh, yeah, I guess pressure would definitely be the right word. Everyone on social media, I don't really care what people have to say about her. Um, it was just a fight for me. It didn't matter uh, what other people had to say. I didn't feel pressure from my friends or family or, or coaches. Nothing like that. I think it was more uh, outside pressure than inside. And we're back. MMA DNA 36. SpinningBackFist.ca is the website at Backfist on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Andrew. He's Dave. I'm He's Dave. I'm Andrew. And we've got mm. some more t- trying to tongue twist us here with Amanda Bobby Cooper's on the line. How are you, Amanda? All the way from the blessed United States. I'm good. How are you guys? 
we're doing well. So we know you're pressed for time. We're going to get to the meat and potatoes. Your last fight, tell us all about it. Tell us how it felt. It was what I can only call a brutal beating, <laughs> a mounting and a beating at home. How did it feel beating Magana like that? Yeah, I was very confident in the fight before the fight. So, I, you know, I really felt like uh, my all my strengths were going to shine. And I knew it was going to – I thought it was going to be a tough fight. Uh, you know, she's been fighting a long time, very veteran in the sport, fought some really big names and went to decision with big names. So um, I didn't expect to beat her as badly as I did. I, you know, I dominated, I think, from start to finish um, without ever being in a bad spot. She hit me with seven punches in two rounds. So – um, I, I expected to beat her. I just I didn't expect uh, it to be that easy. But um, I do feel like a part of the um, part of the reason I was so dominant was having the crowd and the and the hometown spirit behind me. Now we've pretty much watched you grow in the UFC for the last year and a half. Your first one being an official fight in the in the tough finale. Do you feel yourself turning the corner here? Did something happen during training where you're? Because it was we don't usually see such dominating performances um at that at that level of the division are you feeling something where you're turning the corner here where you're just like i'm really getting into a groove now something clicked. yeah i think the nine month layover between my last fight and this one uh is what what did it i was upset that i had such a long layover but in looking back on it i'm glad i did because uh you know it's hard to come back after a loss and, and you know get to the gym and be as motivated and um, you know, it can, it can go both ways. Again, you can either, you know, start to question yourself or you can or you find the motivation and get to the gym the next day and be like, wow, i got to make it for lost time. So I kind of did a little bit of both. And um, I think the, the layover did well. It found my mind, right? I, you know, I started working with new coaches, um, you know, same coaches, but different different ones uh, to be in my corner this time. Um, I had Molly McCann, uh, which is a cage warrior um, fighter over in England. She came out for a month before my fight and help me prepare for it. And I think I just had, you know, all the right tools and all the right people behind me to, to make sure I, I made that win. Now, are you looking to, you said you didn't take very much damage, obviously. Are you looking to get back in there pretty quick this time? Yes, I am. I'm, uh, you know, I'm talking to Mick. I'm hoping to get on, you know, hopefully this spring and uh, keep that momentum going. And I want three fights this year. So uh, I've got to start early. And um, I, I like the way, I like the way last year went, but, you know, two fights isn't enough for me. I want to keep fighting. So mm -hmm. um, definitely already trying to trying to figure out a fight after the holidays are over. I can relax. Now, what do you see moving forward as becoming your, your best weapons for whatever opponent? We see in the strawweight division most girls have, have good cardio. Most girls have good stand-up. Is there anything specifically you're going to be working on to, to make sure you have better weapons to get to that next level? Uh, you know, I feel every time I fight, uh, I'm trying to look at like, if, you know, if I were to beat a fighter, if I were to build a fighter to beat me, what would they be like? Would they be a striker? Would they be a grappler? Would they be a wrestler? For so many uh, fights of mine, it was always a wrestler. Like, oh man, I, you know, wrestlers like dictate where the fight is if they get me down, you know. Um, I always felt like, uh, you know, my wrestling lacked a lot, but for the last, I would say, 12 months, a year, even. 12 months or, a year, or more than a year, sorry. Uh, it's I've just really been wrestling a ton. I have sick wrestling, uh, co like co coaches at my gym. I have girls that are, you know, uh, we're on the USA Olympic, or USA wrestling team. Um, and I have been wrestling so much, doing so much to, um, you know, and then working again, you know, on, on jujitsu to make sure, like, when I, when I take the fight down, I can control every position and, 
um, that's what I did for this fight, um, and it obviously showed, but I'm still going to keep working. It's still going to keep going. And another big factor is athleticism. You know, I'm working with uh, Quentin Torres, a, a strength and conditioning coach at my facility that helps me um, in so many ways. So uh, I think athleticism is big at the sport. You know, mental strength, uh, everything is mental. So I'm just working on being uh, as confident and as best uh, physically and mentally as I can be. Are you able to... Or are you participating in any other types of fighting events? Or are you able to just roll with uh, your sponsors to be able to com- uh, focus on the MMA full-time? Or do you have interest in in other types of martial arts events at all? Or do you just want to go? Yeah, um, I'm actually, I'm at the end of the month, I'll be uh, competing at, you know, just a, a normal Naga uh, Jiu-Jitsu tournament. I like to keep active even when I don't have fights going on that way. You know, I'm still training for something, but I don't have to stress so much about a fight. And then uh, in April, I'm actually going to be going to Vegas and uh, trying out for Senior National Wrestling Tournament. Uh, figured, you know, just that's what I've been working on, my wrestling. I've, I'm working with really talented women. I know where I'm at. And I think it'd be fun just to compete and see, see the high level. And uh, I'm, ha- I'm enjoying learning all, all that there is to wrestling, not just uh, the takedowns. So uh, having fun with it. And I, I like to keep competing and be competitive. So I, I do enjoy other uh, competitions outside of fighting. It sounds, you sound like the reverse, usually we hear of like a wrestler that falls in love with striking after they knock <laughs> someone out, and now it sounds like you've fallen in love with wrestling. You're like the opposite of Yeah, I have. <laughs> I, I obviously feel very good with my striking. I love striking. If I had to choose, you know, my fight's going to be finished standing up. But because I've been working so much, and I've, I, you know, I think I used to, I used to hate it before just because I wasn't good at it. Um, and now I'm starting to feel really good at it, and I'm starting to understand it more, and um, it's, it's starting to be a lot of fun for me. So I think, you know, I go in spurts. I'll do, you know, six months a year, like where I'm focused really on jiu-jitsu or focused really on striking. Um, I did a lot of striking for this camp uh, with, uh, with a new striking coach. But, um, you know, I, I know where my holes are, where they have been in the past, and it's important to fix those. So right now I'm, I'm just really I'm in love with uh, the grappling, not just the wrestling, but jiu-jitsu as well. Uh, Amanda, is there anyone in your in your crosshairs in your sights that you'd like to fight, maybe to climb up the rankings, or are you just happy? Are you the type of person who's happy with whoever they give you, or do you have targets? Yeah, de- definitely. I think you know later on once once I get in, you know the top rankings, I'll have people I need to call out. But as of now, I'm enjoying just climbing the ladder, and uh, whoever they give me um, is good for me. So uh, as of now, I, I, whoever I get, but I'm sure later on I'm going to have to get get those fights that I need, those fights that I want. I have a page up right now, Dave. Mourinho uh, Moros coming off a loss to Carlos Sparza, ranked number 15. I think that's who ABC should go for. But that's just me. Interesting matchup, yeah. Unpretty that face. (laughs) Amanda Bobby (laughs) Cooper. Excuse me. ABC, you can find her on Instagram at ABCNation115. She's got a dog or at least access to a dog on there I've been seeing. <laughs> Access yeah, to a dog. My dog <laughs> oh, okay. It is her dog. We can confirm for everyone out there. Oh, yeah. I didn't read it. Rolex got his new chain yesterday. So he's a bit of a gangster of a dog. If you like dogs, if you like Amanda, ABC Nation 15 on Instagram. 115. What did I say? Just 15. You said oh, just 115. Oh, sorry. And while you're on there, follow yeah. us too. So thanks, Amanda. We know you're tight for time. We'll let you go. We look forward to you getting your next fight booked and for a potential pummeling. We all really enjoyed that. A bunch of our friends were watching. We were just like, this is this, <laughs> is, a, this is a brutal beating Old we're witnessing here. Kicking. And it's good to see you happy at home. So thanks for joining us today. 
Thank you guys for having me. Have a good night. Thank you. Okay, you too. Fall in love with the wrestling, Dave. Just like you left half of your heart in Havana, I think. That's true. I've fallen in love with Havana. Have you, though? Um, no, it's probably not that nice of a city, from my guess. I mean, like, if you live there, it's probably okay, but I mean... I'd say it's... If I'm going to Cuba, I'm staying on the resort. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Apologize to those Cubans. I think uh, we're about ready to check the record, but I think if uh, producer Kelly's not here, he could play it from afar. He's not dead. He's not missing. Um... But we can go ahead and check the record on the TKO 2017 awards. Yeah, let's see it. Check the record, we bud. We got, let's start from the bottom, fan favorite award, Strahinia Gravilovich. Thoughts? He's one of our favorites. He's <laughs> probably my favorite. Oh, that howl he did, that won my heart right there when he did the howl. He's getting a rematch against uh, Jonathan Valet, which is... Jonathan Valet is the one that he beat and, and then beat up some yeah, more. He beat got him up too much. Okay. I've expressed how I disagree with that opinion. Well, we'll get to see it again, maybe. You can't take away a man's victory for his... There's got to be some hatred there now. Oh, there's going to be... He's going to be calling him a fucking pussy or something like that. <laughs> I'm sure Valet was not impressed by the taking the punches after the bell. So we'll see. Ambassador of the, Ambassador of the Year 2017. We'll just pop up his image right here. Uh, like a Star Wars hologram. Yeah. Charlie Jourdain. Yeah. Triple Deke. Um, Charlie... Uh, I don't know what the ambassador defines, but I'll agree with it. I think Charles has been out putting his face out there. He's kind of been the... He's polite. He's recognized. He is. He's kind of settled into that role as a, the ambassador of TKO. He's one of their biggest stars, I guess, right right now, anyways. we got to see how he does come back and get another win, of course. He was also the runner-up to the fan favorite, I'm reading. That's fair. Round of the year. That. Strahinia, the werewolf, in it again yeah. versus Michael Falcao. Where they just slugged, slugged it, out. it out. Yeah, it was a good round, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I could, you also could have thrown out the Jordan Graham and Tony Laramie. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was another Laramie one. Laramie and Falk had a good one at one point they had a good second or first or second round there was a few few good rounds this year that's um, for sure i could also say that uh young uh louis jordan yeah against could, laramie yeah could that's add a round him. there submission of the year jesse arnett versus dimitri vadenberg yeah yeah i don't remember that one just from the is that from the, t- that the t- yeah tko 41, 41. Yeah, okay yeah. so i do yeah. he choked him out yeah um did. Watch that on watch that replay on Fight Pass if you're there. Lots of good finishes on TK forty one. K over the year, Eric Daigneau on uh, Jonas Rubano. Rubiano. That was the like home run where he hit it and then he uh, had to back off because he blasted. Is Eric Daigneau the guy from Labrador? I don't recall because there was multiple guys named Daigneau. Uh, I know he was the one that I put in the GIF that was of the kind of summary of the year. He was one of the big Big featured gifts. No, uh, Longueuil, Quebec. He was the small town Quebecer. I remember mm-hmm. now. Yes. Wilson choked him out. Yes, yes, he did. Okay, back to fight of the year. Laramie and Jordan. There it is. TKO thirty nine. Mm-hmm. So that was some intense, intensening. Yeah, good fight. Yeah. Uh, hope, try to share that uh, that video. Uh, Charles, no, Louis. Sorry, I get mixed up with all these brothers. Mm-hmm. It's like a, brothers everywhere. <laughs> Manowar background? Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's like the 90s baseball or something. So many brothers and yeah. it's a pedigree. But that was a good fight. Yeah. Uh, bloodiest the Jordanes have ever been, I'd say. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Laramies are the Laramies. Rookie of the Year, which I also thought could have been winner of KO of the Year, Matar Lowe. The Mantis. Yeah. He had the huge leg kick to the head KO. Yeah. And then... 
a TKO 41. He beat the brakes off of Cornrow's guy. He was calling yeah. him on. Yeah, and then only got dropped. To tap. <laughs> yeah, tapped his strikes. Classic. So Matarlo, I'm thinking <laughs> they were they probably had Matarlo on KO of the year. And they're like, we could give him rookie of the year. So why not just give him that instead? And then we can give somebody else that. So respect to Matarlo. He's been working hard. This he man did is. after he got killed in that one fight. He just got massacred, and then he came back and really looked impressive. It was a big turnaround for him. Big year. Fighter of the year, Mark Andre Berrio, who won the the power bar. The power bar won the decision for the title against Trahina Gravilovich. I mean, I'm thinking they want him because he's on he such a, a huge winning streak. Yeah, it was going to be probably him or Laramie. Um, I guess they could go either way. I could. I'm down for a coin flip. Laramie won. One of the Laramies won something else, so they gave it to Berrio, <laughs> um, or they just gave it to him because he's French. Conspiracy theory. I'm wondering if you're thinking of the same person who's not on a list of Eddie Awards that I am. One Panda. Ah, uh, the Panda, yes. He's on his KO streak. He's unbeatable. He's a champion it's true. now. The Panda is on. I, I'm trying to let me look at this list here. I don't know what he could be. Only maybe Fighter of the Year. Yeah. Or KO of the Year. There's so many. That's there the is thing. really many. I Maybe the fan's favorite. Maybe that's true, but because just because Trahinia won the other one, but I mean, if the fan, if there was, I don't know if there's a vote or something. I don't know. I didn't see it. But if they didn't was, send us any yeah. letters, no any letters ballots. Saying, yeah. First ballot Hall of yeah. Fame. Uh, anyway, my point was that maybe Trahinia, you could have swapped him. But hey, that's all. I'm okay with that. Panda will get his love soon enough. This will be the year of the panda. Is that is that how it works in China? I think so. I think so. I think they go based off of whichever animal has the most KOs. Yeah. I was watching some lions attacking antelope yesterday. Panda, not pandas? No. <laughs> Lion versus panda. I think the panda loses. Probably. Pandas go extinct I'm on their own. Kung fu pandas. Uh, very interesting. I wish producer Kelly was here. I'd call him a panda or something. But, uh, you know, live and let learn. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I think we could wrap, wrap it up, up now. Yeah. We'll be right. back. Um, we're going to preview... Bellator heavyweight tournament oh, yes. in the coming special, days. It's coming. It's We're going to try to get out, get out into the wilderness, and try to do something special for that one because it's wastelands. Yeah, of the fallout, crawl out into the fallout. Um, trying to articulate how to say how nostalgic this tournament will be for all encompassing parties. Very, very, very nostalgic. is the word. Yeah. We'll get. We might get a Chael Sonnen video talking about it while he's driving. Just in his car with a camera, like, right here on him? You know, I really know him for a long time. And I've really been talking to him. And for me, it's not about that at all. For me, it's about how I'm Chael Sonnen. And I really have the inside scoop here. I think that's basically how it goes. I like him, though. I prefer the Nick Diaz talking in his car. That's a good one. Nick Diaz has things talking in his car? He just got it on, like, his dash, and he's just talking shit. And, like, flipping people off. And, like, yelling stuff out the window. We need to find a clip of that. It's a good clip. Maybe we'll do our own Chael Sonnen the in the car. The him doing this, that's him in his car. Uh, maybe we can get Rob Reed to do videos his car, from his car. His truck. Yeah. We'll see one of these days. You know, I really, he's doing ponytail reviews. Yeah. Anyway, show us to Rob Reed. Spinningbackfist.ca. That was MMA DNA 36. Thanks to Amandy, Amandy Bobby Coopy. Amanda Bob Cooper. Uh, ABC. I'm a big fan of hers. That's why... We didn't ask her about the nickname, but we think it know we know where it we know from. where it's coming from. The Canadian phenom Jordan Graham denying our nickname. Golden Grams. 
I had the gentleman when he wins Jordan the Graham. T- gentleman's a good one, but when he win- when he wins the title, Ooh. Golden Graham is a good name for a man with the title. Just saying. is it though? I'm just saying because he'd have the gold. I right. guess so. Swingbackfish.ca. We out. Boop boop. Check the record, bud. I just quit smoking like six weeks ago. You'll do nothing. You'll do nothing. Let me bang, man. And somebody's gonna get clipped. Uh, I was thinking about your fucking little interview I just watched uh, this morning before I left my house. Uh, I just want to tell you, fuck you. Double fuck you. Alright? Um, so, you know, like, you're sorry. You got your ass whooped by my boy. And, um, you know, I didn't jump you. I didn't, I didn't throw the first punch. Anyways, I want you to watch the tape. You know?